Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. It's that time of year again when we are so inundated with ads, with people telling us what is good, with requests, with people wanting our commitments, our money, our thoughts, our time. It goes on and on. I hope I'm not the only one who often feels overwhelmed by this time of year and in need of something that forces me to slow down and to live the life I want not what everyone else wants. My guest today, Courtney Casper, is here to share how you can do just that. You are listening to episode 128, Living Life with Intention. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love, and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Before we turn to my interview with Courtney, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where I share some big lessons on our two-year anniversary of the podcast. I shared four big lessons that I've learned from the show that can be applied to anything self-development in your own life. And I also gave a big preview of big changes that are coming in the new year to the podcast. And you play a really important role in those changes. I won't go through that all again here, but definitely go back and listen if you're curious to see what's going to change. And of course, you're, you're going to hear the changes soon because the new year is almost here. If you are thinking ahead about some big changes you want to make in the new year, start now and let me help you. 
my progress program, which is small group coaching for women who want growth in their lives in all areas is now open for accepting applications. It will close December 1st, but I encourage you to apply as fast as you can so the spot that you want, I have just a few time slots that are open, um, do not fill up. Some of my biggest supporters of the progress program have actually been the husbands of the women who are participating. I hear all the time from them that their husbands want me to know how grateful they are for the program because they are seeing some amazing transformations in the lives of their wives. And I'm so proud of that and excited by it. And if you want to make big changes in your life, you don't need to start until the new year. Invest in yourself now. Give yourself the gift to start now on yourself in ways that are going to serve you through the holiday season and beyond. If you want to know more about the Progress Program, there are so many more details as well as the application on my website aboutprogress.com and just click on Progress Program. You can always um, direct message me or email me your questions and I have free half hour one-on-one coaching slots available to you if you want to try out coaching first. And I've done that with several people and it's been so fun. Okay, let's talk about the episode for today with Courtney. You've already heard a little bit more about it. Now, Courtney is a letterer, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. It's a hard word for me to say. She is such a talented artist. She is really living an intentional life, especially on her social media feed where she is trying to promote people slowing down and taking the space that they need to collect themselves and live the life they really choose and want. Courtney likes to do this from a spiritual standpoint. Whether or not you are religious, I know this episode will still help you be able to learn how to slow down and live with more intention. I really loved getting to know her better on this space, and you will also get to hear in our chat how we even got to know each other, which is honestly because she reached out to me, a stranger on the internet, when she could tell I was having a hard time. Isn't that remarkable? All right, let's get to my amazing time with Courtney. I want to welcome to the show Courtney Casper. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Monica. So fun to have you here. How about you start by introducing yourself? Okay. Uh, My name's Courtney Casper. I'm really excited to be here with Monica and all her awesome listeners. Um, I am a mom. I have three little girls. I live in eastern Washington. Um, I'm a hand letterer self-taught hand letter. I love art and letters and messy words. Um, you can find me over at CourtneyCasper.com or on Instagram at CourtneyCasper.letters. Um, what else? <laughs> I'm just really a regular average 20-something-year-old uh, who tries hard to be a good person in the world. I love that you introduced yourself that way because all my listeners are extraordinary, ordinary people, like every single person. And there's a lot extraordinary about you. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about more today. Uh, So this hand lettering, first, before we dive into our topic, I'm just curious where you started with that. Like what got you into it and how did that evolve into something bigger now? I, um, I've always loved to doodle and after my third baby, I was kind of struggling with some postpartum depression and I just knew I needed to do something with my hands. I needed to create, do something. Um, and 
I was on Instagram and saw some hand lettering done. I just thought, oh my gosh, that is so pretty. I'm going to do that. And from there, I just bought every single calligraphy pen and marker Amazon could sell. (laughs) And I just taught myself. Um, So, and from there, you know, I learned a lot of graphic design and stuff. I never even knew you could learn or existed. Um, And that's that's how it started. Yeah, I just, I've just taught myself. So it started as a hobby and then, you know, more of a passion. And now it's turned into a job for me. So it's been really, really fun journey. Okay. That's incredible. And I just talked to someone, uh, yesterday too, who she has this amazing swimsuit business, but just started out of her own love of wanting to make herself something by sewing. And I think there's something to be said for that. Like you don't have to have an end destination in mind to want to work on yourself and work on something. Absolutely. And like, I think that's how, that's how some of the best stuff comes to be. You do it for yourself. And when you're doing it for yourself, you're, you know, you're self-fueled and it's passion fueled and some good stuff can come from that place. I love it. Okay. So tell us what good has come. I mean, what do you offer on uh, your page and some products that you offer that are meant to be good? Because I, I just think they're incredible what you offer to people. Um, that's a tricky question. I, I feel like I just try to offer myself. Mm. Um, I offer whatever I feel inspired to offer. And sometimes that's a word of encouragement. Sometimes that's, um, you know, a scripture or a spiritual message. I try to be a, a quiet space, um, in the midst of a lot of noise online where you can just take a breather and, um, and get some encouragement. Oh, I totally get that from you. I first found you when I was in the hospital with my baby and you reached out to me and you very kindly sent me something, you know, when I was going through my own hard time, but just you reaching out like that, uh, the internet's so big. I I didn't know you then. And, and now I do. And I love following your content because of what you are creating there. And what I have been very inspired by you is to start living, like really living our lives. Social media, technology, just busyness in general, it gets Mm -hmm. in the way of us really living this deep life and living in this quiet way that you mentioned, living intentionally and small and slow. So what do you think is getting in the way of people really living their lives? I mean, I think that that's so personal for each of us, right? We all have different personalities and strengths and weaknesses. But for me, um, I think that I really get caught up in what should be or what shouldn't be. Um, And when I'm living in like this land of shoulds, then I'm focused on expectations, either the expectations of others on me or what I put on other people. And I cannot be present in my life when I'm focused on what I think should be or shouldn't be. Mm. And um, I cannot be patient in whatever season I'm sitting in. And for me, those are things I really, really struggle with. And I think that social media amplifies all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just so much noise, like you said, so much content, so much to see, so much to compare our lives to. And, you know, especially for me and someone my age who's at home most of the day with my three kids and like you said living a very ordinary life um those shoulds and shouldn'ts that I like to focus on really get in my way and become a major roadblock from really living 
Where do you think those shoulds come from? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I think they come from focusing so outward mm-hmm. and instead of looking down at our own two feet yeah. um, and seeing the good right here where we stand. Um, when I'm focused there and I'm looking around and, I, and I'm seeing the good and I'm focused on that, you know, then, then this is what should be. Oh, that's the real should, right? <laughs> yeah, like this is what should be. If, I, if I'm focused on that and I realize I believe in a higher power and not just a higher power that rules and reigns or that calls all the shots in my life, but that loves and cares then when I'm living in that space, then this is what should be. And I can be content there and present and really living a deep, meaningful life. Beautiful. So Courtney, I wonder if you can give us a personal example from your own life and maybe the time or a time or two where you did get caught up in these shoulds and how you decided you needed to shift your focus. Yeah. I have a million examples because oh, good. I did too for me. <laughs> it's something I really struggle with. And I think we all do. And I think that there's a little danger in social media that, and I even worry about putting out too much good stuff Mm -hmm. um, and giving the false, maybe the false idea that I'm always on my A game when I'm not. Um, I think like two years ago, I have a a younger brother who has been battling cancer for a lot of years. Oh, wow. And, um, I spent almost a whole year just really mad, mm-hmm. really upset, and I really believed that I knew what should be and what shouldn't be, um, and my focus was so, um, just I was so hyper-focused on the unfairness of this situation that I could not be present in my life. Yeah. I could not see the good. I mean, it went so far as, like, I didn't even think that I should be happy about anything. Like, Mm. it somehow robbed the situation of meaning or something. Um, And I don't know, have you ever felt that way where you just, you're so stuck in what you think should be that Mm -hmm. you can't see anything else? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, hard place to be. Yeah, and I totally relate to that feeling of anger too yeah. and on a spiritual level that's a really difficult thing to go through and mm-hmm. so so how did you work yeah. your way out of that I just had a moment um where I realized I'm missing life mm-hmm. yeah there might be this really really hard circumstance but looking down at my own two feet I have these three little girls that are amazing there's still joy in our days. There's still happy moments. There's still goodness. And the more I decided to focus on those things, all my expectations that were going unmet kind of flip-flopped. And they were no longer expectations. You know, there was no um, thing that must be, you know, for me to be happy. It was just like I could choose to be happy right here no matter what the circumstances were. And honestly, a lot of that came through um, finding a way to create and process my feelings and emotions. And that was through hand lettering for me, Um, which is why, you know, my Instagram feed and what I've done, it's always been around the artwork because really that's what has healed me and brought me to this place of 
being able to live a deep, meaningful life is through finding a way that worked for me, and we're all different, to process through some of these really difficult feelings and emotions. Wow. I love that connection. You know, it is one of those topics I like to discuss a lot is this power of creativity. And that might not mm-hmm. look artistic for everyone. There is There are right. so many ways to create but it is so healing. I think you are so right. And I wonder why that is. And perhaps it's this connection to a deeper sense of who we really are and getting away from, yeah, from this trap of feeling like we're supposed to measure up to what the world wants us to instead of creating makes this pathway to recognizing ourselves, our true selves. Right. There's just something about it's healing for your soul to creating a safe space to um, just be, like to feel, to experience your feelings, your emotions. And then once they're out, however that looks like for you, there's a way forward. Mm. And that way forward is like just really being in your life and not resisting what's going on and and pushing back and and, um, standing firm in what you think should be or shouldn't be. When those are all gone and you've processed through them, you know, there is a way forward. Wow. Courtney, you're giving me so many good sound bites here and things to write down. It's just like hard to keep up with that because there's so many good things here. So a lot of what you, you uh, very kindly push us to do is to get off our phones and to recenter spiritually. Now, many of my listeners are spiritual, some are not, but for you, why is that important to to get back to these spiritual roots, to spend time and show effort in building this inner side of you? I think that whether we're spiritual or not, there's um, a desire to be in in connection with our soul, mm-hmm. um, with our true self, you could call it. And yeah. for me, when I was so focused on what should be um I was really relying on myself. Um, And when I moved into a different place of kind of being present in my life and letting go of all those shoulds and just experiencing and finding faith and trust in a higher power that, that was over all of this. Mm -hmm. That's over every day, every moment, every circumstance. And in my, I believe that we were created to have joy. I hear a lot from people sharing with me, you know, their stuff, their heavy stuff, their real life stuff. And it used to really bother me, this whole idea and belief that I had somewhere deep inside that we were created to have joy. So it was like, how are we supposed to have joy when there's so much hard? But I, I stepped into a place of faith and of trust in my higher power that I realized that he is not a God of making hard things happen in our lives. It's more of like, you can have joy in all circumstances. And that is, for me, I found that through faith and trust in a higher power that loves us and cares about us. And, um, and so for me, it's just so important to, to tap into our spiritual sense, at least for me, tap into our spiritual spirituality and to nourish that part of us. So what does it look like then to work towards that spiritual center? I think a lot of what you, you uh, put out there is ways to reflect 
Uh, you also do ways to study uh, scriptures. Um, but yeah, I wanted to hear more of what you thought that can look like for people and what it has looked like for you. I think the ironic thing that I always go back and forth is I'm, I'm reaching out and I'm offering this on a social media platform. And mm-hmm. it's, it's ironic because the social media platform often, like you said, I'm telling people to get off social media and to find time refle- for reflection and to find time to, to dig in and figure out, you know, find their answers. Um, but I really believe that that is done when you put down your phone yeah, and, and not just put it down, but put it down and slide it across the table mm-hmm. and, and make make physically and mentally and emotionally to tap into um, to your spirituality and to feed that. Um, I think, I don't know, I, I can only speak for myself when I say that um, I honestly thought that I had faith and I could just kind of put it on a shelf and it would just be there when I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think that that's, I know I'm not alone in that, um, but when push came to shove and I had a really hard thing come up, I, I just was shocked when that faith wasn't there and thriving. Mm-hmm. And I have found that that is only there for me when I feed it and I nourish it every single day. And so um, I've created some, some scripture study guides and some different things and ways some different journals and, and things to help us to engage back in our spirituality. And um, for me, it was really important to have something tangible in my hands, mm-hmm. paper and pen. Yeah. We're, we're, we always have our phones in our hand. They're great and they serve a fabulous purpose. But for me, I just needed some space and that required just sliding my phone across the table and having paper in front of me. So I've heard you talk about this power of reflection, this power of being present. Uh, how, what, what can we do to make room for reflection and how will that change things specifically? Um, I think that we make room for it by choosing to make room for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I, I don't love to throw around the words like presence and flow like I know those are trending words and sometimes they're easy to say and they're all encompassing but the nitty-gritty of it is you just have to choose it Mm. you have to choose to be in your life you have to choose to put down your phone and to make time to reflect it's just not something that's just going to happen and I think that I've learned that the hard way that time is not going to magically appear in front of me quiet space is not, it's never, it's never just going to throw itself at me. Yeah. Um, we're too busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, we so love I to be busy. It, yeah. I, I love, and I'm a person that really thrives in a busy environment. I like noise. I like, um, being busy and having stuff to do. And so it's especially hard for me to just I have to choose me um, it is my most effective and important self-care that I do. When I take time for me, I take time for my spirituality, I take time for reflection and quiet and away from the constant drip and noise 
of entertainment or content or any of it, mm-hmm. um, just to reflect and to, to be in the quiet. You know, I just think there's so much power to what you're saying. Um, yeah, and I too, I can thrive in a busy environment too, but I, I like how you're using this quiet reflection time as a form of self-care and creativity as a way to get to your true spiritual self as as well as this writing and this reflection and this study. And I've also liked, though, how you challenge people to make this happen in their lives, even if it's in very, very small segments of their time. So, so what has this looked like for you on those really busy times where you start to slip and not being able to give a full, like, 30 minutes or whatever it might be? Um, how can this still work even with just five minutes to spare? Oh, yeah. 30 minutes is unheard of in my okay, life. Okay, good. All right. I was trying to be yeah. generous there in case you're oh, like, gosh. oh, what about, no, it's 60 would, minutes for me. 30 minutes would be like a vacation. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what 30 minutes looks like of free time. I I make a goal of 10 minutes a day, and that is never, almost never, 10 collective minutes. Um, but I find time in the cracks of my day. And I started out, I just looked for that place in my life when I sat down to scroll uh-huh. through my phone. Yeah. And we all have at least 10 minutes in our days when we're sitting down on the couch or on our, for me, it was my kitchen table. Um, and usually around a meal, breakfast or lunch or whatever, when I would take 10 minutes to scroll through my phone and I started replacing that habit with, um, taking to study my scriptures or to find a way to connect with myself, with God, and then get up and connect to the people around me. Um, so sometimes that's, I'm sitting in the uh, line at the car wash and mm-hmm. I pull out my um, scriptures that I keep in my car, or sometimes that's while I'm on a walk and I have something in my ears. Um, or usually I try to get up and do it first thing in the morning before my kids are awake. But really I, wholeheartedly believe that our efforts, whatever they are, big or small, will be consecrated and magnified when we just show up mm-hmm. and we just make a choice to try. Yeah. And, you know, and for people who might not be scripture um, readers yeah. based off of their religious or non-religious preferences, it can be about taking a few minutes to meditate or breathe or to say Absolutely. in your mind what you're grateful for, to write it down or to listen to something very inspiring like this podcast or <laughs> I'm just kidding, or <laughs> like Oprah. Oprah no. is always very inspiring to me. <laughs> um, you're, you're absolutely right. Like a gratitude list for a long time before, I mean... I have had seasons in my life when scriptures were not part of my daily day-to-day, but just trying to find a place for gratitude, letting go of our shoulds, bring it back to the present, and um, having patience in ourselves in the season we're in, that's that's, um, universal. We all need that time. So much of what I see in you and love about you is this grace. You give yourself grace. You challenge us to give ourselves grace because you're not forcing us into a certain amount of time or certain ways. Um, and you're very encouraging. Has this been something that you've had to work on, uh, developing this skill of grace towards yourself? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. It's easy. It's easy to talk the talk, but when you mm-hmm. actually have to do it, um, it's so much harder I think that 
I've just learned that um, I'm happier when I am not striving for perfection. Yeah. It's just, it's just a happier place to live. I think I've just learned that my expectations set me up for upset. Mm-hmm. Um, expectations on myself, expectations on other people, expectations on my two o'clock on a Tuesday. Um, just any of those expectations set me up for, um, for upset. And so I try really hard to just let those expectations go and realize that I'm a human living with other humans in this broken world and I can still find joy and happiness through all seasons. Um, and that's up to me. Totally 100% up to you and me to do that and to make that happen. What else have you learned about yourself the past few years besides this grace and this presence and reflection and spirituality that you'd like to share? And this can be serious or totally not. (laughs) I think I've learned that I can do hard things. And um, I've learned that people are mostly good. Mm -hmm. Um, And that includes me and you. I think it's really easy for me to look at other people and assume the best in them. And it's really hard to look at myself in the mirror and assume the best in me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think we're, we're mostly good and, and we're trying our, and if we're trying then that's half the battle and that matters and it counts. I've also learned the beauty in quiet living and the, um, I learned that I don't have to see the whole picture in order to be who I want to be. So I don't, I can be patient in the season I'm in right now is okay. Right now is what it should be. And I can be what I want to be right here in this moment, regardless if I don't see the whole picture quite yet. Oh, amen, girl. I mean, that's why we people don't start, right? Because they want to know what the end is going to be. And you just don't know who knew that you would be, Uh, creating this incredible community that you'd have all these amazing things that you can give to people and provide for them just by working on your love of doodling. Right. You just lift where we stand. We just do what we can do right where we are. And that's, that's everything. And because you did that, we are now all benefiting from it. You know, Courtney, this has been such a great chat. I'm so, so glad you agreed to be on the show. Thank you so much. This has been really, really fun for me, Monica. Thank you. What a magnificent woman. I really had so many notes. I wish you could see them. And I hope that you were able to take what Courtney said and apply it to you and your own life. Whether or not you have a strong spiritual or religious life, there is something really important about slowing down and making the choice to live the way you want to and allowing more space for quiet and grace as Courtney so wonderfully taught me. Also, I'm excited to share a few things that Courtney has coming up. You can always follow her on Instagram at Courtney Casper Letters, and I have linked to that. And her website is CourtneyCasper.com. Courtney is opening a monthly art print membership in just a few weeks for 2019. She's also relaunching her Sunday journal, which is what she had sent me when I was in the hospital um, with my baby. And she's also releasing a book this year. 
And if you loved the interview and the amazing golden nuggets of wisdom she had for us, I know that's going to be an incredible book and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Courtney, you are magnificent. Thank you so much for sharing your amazing thoughts and wisdom. And I think it was very timely for us all. Make sure you've left a review for me on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You have up until December 15th. That is when I will be drawing two names to get two gift bags that are from my Rediscover You workshop. They're worth over $100, include a loom journal, some exclusive prints by Hello Tasha, some amazing chocolates, and other great, great things that you just got to go to my Instagram feed to see what that giveaway is all about. You are all so great. I'm really excited for the new year. I've got some great plans in store for you. Thank you very much for being here. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.